Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of no genders, this is Driving You Homo, the radio show podcast where we just waffle absolutely queer nonsense. Yay! I'm not tired and sick at all. And I'm joined in the studio by uh, only one beautiful human this week, because um, Sam Lake is still in Edinburgh doing the Fringe Festival. I'm joined in the studio by, let's say, Opera Sensation. Sure, let's say it. Let's say that. Is it true? Yes. Sure, yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? It's Will Diggle. Hey. Hey, doll. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, Mm. very good. You're very good. Rainy day. It has been rainy. It's been awful. So much. I mean, London. London. Hmm. Damn London lives (laughs) with the rain. See, summer in London, it went from like last week when it was like. 117 million degrees to oh and by the way we're gonna like bucket down with rain i know it's so crazy i bought some cute shorts and now how are you gonna wear them i can't just inside when it's humid (laughs) just take them to all of your inside ventures exactly oh sure (laughs) (laughs) and yes uh how are you um so i I'm trying to remember how we met. Did we did we meet at in those arches? What what were they play? What was that place we, called? We met in person when yeah. it was at the vaults. Vaults. XXL Brazilian wax. Mm, that's mm. what it was. Brazilian wax. Because that's I was with Brazilian. I was with uh, a friend of the pond, a friend of the show, um, Flick de Bean, and uh, she was. Doing the door, she was hosting, I guess, yeah. like the the venue, um, and we were just being nonsense humans. And you were like, and we met you drunkenly in an alleyway. So drunkenly in an alleyway. Yeah, which yeah. is not too dissimilar to how I meet most people, really. I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, and then off, and, and then you said, "Oh, I do opera," and I was like, "I need more people in my life that do weird, obscure, musical-based nonsense." Yes. But then we followed yeah. each other on Insta and realised we've been speaking for over two years. Yeah. Weird. It's so weird. So weird. But I mean, story true to my life, that is very much who I am. <laughs> like, I will I will stalk people on social media and be like, hey, babe. And then I'll get like, hey, and that's it. And then nothing <laughs> for literally years. And then like, we'll li- like what we did, we ran into each other and be like, oh, we were already pre-existing friends. Sure. Great. Sure. Great, lovely. <laughs> so, uh, opera. Yeah. You are in your 20s. I am 24 and I am a opera singer. I mean, there are levels and there are layers because I, I mean, I'm, I do love me an opera. Me um, I mean, I, I, one would assume that you being an opera singer. One would. Uh, you it. would hate it. <laughs> uh, but I, but... Okay, there must be layers or levels of opera because obviously you've got that sort of stock standard like, <laughs> like the. Oh yeah, that's is that a thing? That's that's the is opera that, that I do. Oh wow. Yeah, and that is why I'm that. not booked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, <coughs> I'm thinking of um, Christian Chenoweth, who maybe isn't typically opera or operatic, mm-hmm. but then she has certain ranges of certain elements and I'm thinking of there's a musical that she was in called Candide that I saw yeah is that on the spectrum of opera it or is, is that like it's called an operetta which is ah uh, look at me yeah I didn't need my prior knowledge of opera which is basically yay. like um 
like opera light. Like. Really opera, but you can you can. Class is it, it is it is it like, like saying West Side Story is an opera? I would class West Side Story as an opera oh. though, by Bernstein, because I personally think it sounds much better sung by by opera singers, hmm. especially Tony Maria. It sounds much better sung by opera singers than it actually does by musical theatre singers. I would personally say West Side Story. So Sharks and the Jets. Yeah. Sharks and then and you're Jets. like, but then you want to like. You know, uh, like crazy Italian woman going, Mang, yeah, exactly. Tony, why? Puerto Rican. I'm yeah. oh, sorry, Puerto Rican. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, xenophobia, <laughs> West Side Story. Um, yeah, no, I would say. So are you, are you saying Candide is like the white trash version of opera? Yeah, like, let's say that. It's still great. It's still great. It's so I've tried to be cultured and I've tried to like envelop myself in society in operatic society and the furthest i could go was the white trash version of opera yay you're smashing it honey i am so i mean true to form doll true to form so so opera what's the difference between what would you call it operetta operatic uh to so like so the voice types are slightly different <coughs> so it's like less it's like more fun, more more casual than a normal opera, which can be. Oh, so so, so like the, the the ones that I'm into are the camp nonsense, like high energy, like. But then there are some operas like that yeah. that are also just camp and amazing, mm. um, like especially modern ones as well, um, like Anna Nicole. You know Anna Nicole. I'm aware of the woman. Yeah, the woman. So there's an opera written about. Why wouldn't there be? And it's she so led such iconic. a beautifully tragic life, and her oh. demise was equally equally as beautifully tragic. And so, Mark Antony Turner wrote an opera, um, and that was it's such a good opera. I could see you in the lead role as Anna Nicole. I would probably say it's not my voice type, but what I kind of say, voice do you have? So I'm a baritone. So you is that the is that the rusky like? Mm. Yeah. No, mm, so it's like the because I know falsetto because that is mm-hmm. something that I have been accused of having. And so that people who sing in falsetto controlled, uh, you know, like controlled falsetto is is called a countertenor. Um, yeah, and so you have uh, sopranos, which are the highest in women. I've seen that TV have, show. And then Problematic. Have, yeah. It, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> Yes, come through with your like ten second delay. Woo. <laughs> um, and then you got your mezzos, then you got your altos, and then the tenors are the main. Oh, ones. so wait, the mezzos and the altos are the like the like middle tier where they're like, you can be here, but like we don't want to be friends with you. But like you're here for the numbers. Is no, that what the they get some like really good stuff to sing. Oh, okay. Mezzos, yeah. So like, who are the people that are like, they're in the group, but they're like. Man, we could do without you if we needed to kind of like I want you to spill the tea I want you I want all of the opera singers that are listening all three of them um, I want you to be like mm, yeah these are the people like no like you know like in a social situation yeah. where you're just like like you like I'm the fat ugly friend I'm that fat mm-hmm. ugly person in my group of friends that all genuinely beautiful people like Flick the Bean for example stunning stunning iconic legend star I am a shambles of human. I'm a drag shambles. Mm. So I'm standing next to her looking like, well, I mean, I'm still part of the group, but also I am a shambles. Who in the opera world is that person <laughs> that's like, who is like me? Who is like, 
you know, they're beautiful and they're talented, but also they're a shambles of a human and they, like, is there someone in there? Please tell me there has to be. Um, no. There you've got your stereotypes. Oh. So you've got your, so your classic divas are the sopranos. Oh, so the ones that are like, oh, yeah, you, like the che- Made in Chelsea's. It's like oh, the they're sopranos. just like, oh, you know, La Voce, the voice. Oh. Be steaming, which is all great. I mean, I steam, so that's fine. You steam? Yeah, we all steam. Oh, who doesn't like a nice who steam? Love steam. And then uh, you've got your tenors as well, who can sometimes be divas. But I think it's all completely fair enough because they have to sing really high notes. Right. Um, which is absolutely difficult. Terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I'm like a baritone, which is like slightly lower. Um, but like in the storyline, it's the composer who chooses what voice type sings that role. Um, oh, so like they can mix it up then? Well, the composer writes it, so he decides. So he, if he's like, and, and but your classic, like classic <coughs> opera, like the Puccini and the Verdi, you'd have I've your heard baritone. Of those. Mm. Yes. I think there's a pizza bar called that. La Verdi, Il Verdi. Anyway, go on. It sounds wonderful. I'm sure it's. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I haven't been. Um, sounds too foreign for me. <laughs> well, you've got your so like Puccini. Well, main opera is really your bad guys are, ba- are your, normally your baritones. Right. The damsel in distress is normally the soprano. Right. And then the tenor is the one who falls in love. Oh, like with um, the what's his face? The fat guy. Pavarotti. Pavarotti, yeah. So he's obviously an amazing tenor. Yeah. Like, the best. See, I knew I knew yeah. her name. You're smashing it. I have you got my content. It. Look at me with my minutes of knowledge. <laughs> I'm so skilled. So I, because I always think of myself as Pavarotti in do that you? I have. Nothing. I'm sorry, do you sing? <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I think you'll you find that I'm a very successful singer. I'm a live vocalist. I just keep it under wraps. Um, Oh yeah, from the world. Oh no, yes, yeah. yeah. Some people hide their talent. Yeah, and that's great. Yeah, because I'm trying to make this radio thing successful. Oh yeah. Well, so I'm trying to like I'm 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 like guys, guys, come on! I know I'm a successful singer. I know I've got the chops to be a like a modern day Pavarotti, but that's not my passion. Radio well, is my there passion. There you go, honey. So you do you. Yeah. You focus on the radio. I will. And you just sing in the shower. I I, I do. To which my housemates say, stop. It is hurtful. <laughs> so, so um, question I ask myself mm-hmm. um, as an actor, performer, sort of, and I, I've asked this to several people um, in my life. You are an opera singer. Is there a role that you, like a dream role that you would be like, if it was thrown in your direction, you would leap at it? So like I said, Kristen Chenoweth was Candide in um, that. Is there a... Yeah, yeah. There's so there's so many. So you've got <coughs> um, Verdi's Rigoletto. I would love that's a pasta. I it yeah. It also is. But yeah. It's also an amazing opera. And but also it's a pasta. It is. Yes. Um, but it's the character's name. It is the character's name, and it's an amazing opera. And I want to play for uh, Rigoletto so much. What is the synopsis of Rigoletto's so, journey? Rigoletto um, is like the jester for the Duke who um, has a daughter. The Duke um, rapes his daughter. The Duke rapes the jester's daughter? Yeah. Okay. Rapes Rigoletto's daughter. And so Rigoletto decides to get revenge. So he hires, yeah. And he hires a assassin 
to kill mm. uh, to kill the duke. Yeah. Um, but hesitate. Okay. So, uh, so the assassin's sister falls in love with the duke because the duke sleeps with everyone. The assassin's sister, sister who pitches up in the opera halfway through. So she's just like. So you've gone, hey, hey, babe, um, can you do me a solid and kill the Duke because he's been, like, taking advantage of my daughter? Yeah. And then he goes, yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden, sister of assassin shows up and goes, hey, babe, I'm here. Look at my yeah. Look at my curves and because, swerves. Because the Duke's, like, this misogynistic pig who just sleeps with every woman he can. I mean, and who, whichever the patriarchy. Look at us go. Look at us go. And then he... Basically sleeps with everyone. So he sleeps with um, the assassin's sister, by coincidence. And she falls in love with him because he's rich mm. and sexy. I mean, who would? Yeah, well. I mean, yeah, I would. Who would? If, if I was, if a, a young, attractive, you know what? It doesn't have to be young or attractive. If a person of money wants to sleep with me <laughs> in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, Take it. Disposable yeah. income. I need it. I need it. <laughs> so so she sleeps with She sleeps the with Duke, the Duke. Falls in love with the Duke. This is the assassin's sister. sister. Yeah. I can only assume what happens next is the assassin shows up and tries to kill the Duke. No. Oh. So Rigoletto yeah. and his daughter, who is the daughter's obviously upset she's been yeah. raped. I like okay, so the Duke's gonna be killed, so we're yeah. just gonna we're just gonna We're just gonna wait and wait for the lols. Yeah. Yeah, we're just okay. gonna run away and I'm gonna pay the assassin after he's killed the Duke. Yeah. So you just Fair wait enough. for me at midnight, um <coughs> at like this this location. Sure. And so then the and then the assassin says to his sister, like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go do a job, kill the Duke and she's like, No, no, no. I'm I'm in love with the Duke, kill someone else, put the someone else in the body bag. And so <gasps> yeah, so then the assassin finds this random. So woman. it's kind of like Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, when so they're throwing the different donkey. Yeah, and then what happens is the assassin finds this random girl who turns out to be Regaletto's daughter, <gasps> kills her, puts kills her, the daughter, kills the daughter, wow, puts the daughter in the body bag, right, and then Regaletto is like, oh, thanks, mate, thank you for killing the Duke," and he goes, "No problem, no problem." Um, he pays the money. The the Rigoletto is oh. carrying the body bag right. to the to like the lakes Wherever. of swamp to bury it. Yeah. And then he hears in the background the Duke singing because he's just had sex with another woman. And he's like, "Well, who's in the body bag?" And then he opens up. So he unzips the body bag, and then it's his daughter. And then they have the most amazing like duet as she's like dying in his arms, and then she dies halfway through the duet. Wow. And then he's like, "What do I do? What, what do I do? I, what do I do with fault. this?" Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's great. That has, I mean, so many layers. That's, so many layers. Uh, and I'm, the music is I'm in, so good. Like, it's so, so good. I can't wait for watch it, it on to YouTube. be. I'm going to watch it on YouTube. I want to see you do it. Great. I want to. You're going to have to wait a long time. But I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I've got years under my belt. Um, so what's new with you? Aside from, so that's your dream role. Anything that is uh, coming up or anything that you're doing or anything that you want to share with the listeners that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this at the moment. Is there anything that's going on in your world? Because I feel like there is yeah. something. Yeah, well. What um, what's, what's, what's new with your doll? What's new? Okay, like about five, six months ago, 
I mm. was wanting to, like, I've just completed my, I've just finished my master's at the Royal College of Music. Uh, um, sorry, what now? I just finished my master's. Oh, okay. She I'll say that for you. She did. She's got a degree, a master's in, in mus- being mu- music. Music. Music performance. Yeah. Wow. She can perform. Um, uh, so for my final one, which is like a big recital, mm-hmm. I quite like doing a theme. So I wanted to pick a theme and I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to do all gay. An all gay theme. Mm. And that is quite hard for... Um, for opera and like classical song because obviously a lot of it was written uh, over 100 100 years years, ago when as we both know it probably wasn't that great to be gay or legal Um, so I I mean I'm sure it was I'm sure it happened uh, yeah yeah I mean Oscar Wilde was around he did things he did things yeah Yeah. and there's many poets that did do things and a lot of composers were (coughs) some some could say that William Shakespeare there's some like Queer, rom- queer rumblings yeah. about Shakespeare. Um, and so I approached my friend who's a composer, an amazing composer, mm-hmm. and was like, and he's gay, and I was like, look, I would really like to do um, a song or something that is written by a gay person about being gay, but not only being gay, but about actual gay love because there are songs and there are poems about being gay but mm. they're very much hidden because they were written back subtext then. Yeah, yeah yeah and so um we looked through some poetry together and poetry. then he wrote the most amazing song which is now going to be part of a song cycle and then maybe a bigger opera later in the future um and yeah it was amazing the poem was called choke which was about um Ooh. asphyxiation and sex and it was so hot because there was there was well, like I mean, when I was performing it, it was like it was with a words. cello and yeah, it was with a cello and piano, and um, I was just on stage like pretending to choke myself, and then also While written in the score was like the sounds of someone choking and he- heavy breathing. That was really hot, yeah. And so that's going to be part of a wow. song cycle. Um, What's it? G- forgive me. What is a song cycle? Oh, a song cycle is like a group of songs that are all linked. Um, oh, so like, um, Mamma Mia. Sure, no, no. So like, no, well, like, they are songs in a cycle that are linked together. How is that not a song cycle? I don't know. You could compare it to an album. If if there was one story going through so like, an album, Abba would... Abba has albums, but Mamma Mia has songs <laughs> that are joined together. Connecting, into yeah, but they're more numbers because it's with a band. Like a song is predominantly with just piano or piano and something else and a singer. Right. So, uh, so the first song cycle yeah. that was written was by Beethoven, who is also gay, um, in eighteen sixteen, and it's it's called Andy Fernigeliebte, which is about Bless a you. distant lover. Thank you. And um, was he Austrian or German? Oh, <gasps> oh my God. One, one of them. He, I feel like it was German. Let's say German. Um, I'm going to Google. I'm doing a quick Google. Um, but he, yeah, it's the most amazing song cycle in German, which is about a distant lover. But then, yeah, a song cycle is just like a group of poems that are all linked in some way that are then put together by a composer for norm- normally uh, piano and mm. voice. Where's he from? You found it? Ah, uh, Vienna. Oh, no, he died in Vienna. Oh. He was born in Bonn. Bonn is in Germany. Great. He's German. I should. But um, but then also he said it says that he um, 
sort of was in the Flemish Empire, which is kind of Germany, um, Germany and Belgium and that kind of area. Cute. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, Beethoven. Jabita, come through, Beethoven. Ludwig. I mean, his name's Ludwig for crying out loud. If he wasn't German. (laughs) That is true. Um, Yeah, so he wrote the first song cycle, and then many other (coughs) people like Schubert and Schumann then wrote loads. Schubert. In Greek. Just, do you know what? They all did it. They all loved it. German. Mm -hmm. Italian? Yeah. What are the questions? I'm I'm just thinking opera. Oh, so like you get them in you get them in German. all languages. Yeah, but like the the better ones. The, you mean the, the more traditional ones, the not like You predominantly get them in Italian and German, but yeah. also Russian, French and Spanish and English. So the tradition But is English are they the are they the basic ones? No, they're so good. They're so good. Uh, the tradition are they the, the ones trying of, um, opera they... was that it originally had to a serious opera mm. would be written in Italian and then the comic one which was just for or an opera that was written in German was more for the people not the royals Yeah. but then as that structure broke down it's now you know you get Tchaikovsky and Rachmaninoff who write all of these amazing operas in their language Russian Tchaikovsky is Russian yes I know Tchaikovsky gay he's gay as well so many gays they're all gay I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. He was a big gay, though. Tchaikovsky? Yeah, he had so many boyfriends. I am going to... He's so gay. He's, like, one of the most famous gay from those days. The funny thing is, I've always had a thing for him, like, in terms of, like, his... (laughs) No, but, like, I've always had a, like... I've always been drawn to... It's because he's gay, Tchaikovsky over, like, Mozart and Beethoven and all those... All those numpties. And Chopin... Oh wow, he he is he is yeah he's all right. I'm looking at a picture of him. Cute. He, he's all right. I mean, he's he's sporting a scruffy beard, mm-hmm. so I'm for it. Um, I don't. I mean, I, I, it would be weird having sex with Tchaikovsky. Yeah, I mean, it would. It's he died a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. A long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. this song cycle that was written for me is about solely being gay and it's yeah. and it's really hot and amazing. About choking people. About choking. Well, yeah, being choked. And we're doing... Um, so that one's been written and I've performed it a couple of times. And we're doing a, a recording of it and then a music video as Ooh. well, which is going to be really hot because it's going to be in a... Yeah, it's meant to be in a warehouse. Ooh. So it's going to choke me naked. It's going to be fit. It's gonna. Oh my god! I'm so excited. It's gonna be like. It's gonna be. But so, I, I, I mean, my, and I, I enjoy this because it's kind of bringing. Because one, one could, one could uh, argue that opera is old school, and it's like, mm-hmm. like, people, like ballet, mm-hmm. so a similar, similar vibe to ballet is that one, one could see that as, the elite. And the upper middle class, these are the things that the people with money would go and see and go and sport yeah, and that but kind of stuff. What's really interesting, actually, is that tickets to an opera are much cheaper than a musical. Hmm. And people think that musicals are more accessible when actually I would strongly disagree and say that operas are so much more accessible and especially at the ticket price, they're much cheaper. Hmm. I mean, yeah, your best seats are like £300, <coughs> but... You know, you can get Be, seats yeah. for two pound fifty. Exactly, literally yeah. three pounds. Yeah. Um, and like, why not? 
yeah. might not go to the Royal Opera House and see. I love nosebleeds. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so. but like live theatre, regardless of what you're like, I, I, I just, I like, I like when something is given the term traditional and it doesn't have to be. So like what is expected of opera and then you've gone, I'm going to turn it on its head. I'm going to do a, a, what would you call it? A cycle, a song Some cycle, cycle yeah. with a queer leaning and choking and sort of BDSM sort of themes running through it. I wouldn't consider that typical of a mainstream opera no which I, which I think is which I think is great so I'm I'm excited for you thank you so excited thank you. for you yes but uh you've you've you told me something before we came on air mm-hmm. that has gagged me has gooped me has made me feel a certain kind of way uh mm-hmm. you a you you're deciding to go on a journey. I am. Yeah, I'm running away from this country. Oh, before Brexit, how dare! I know. There's like a one in, one out. If you leave, yeah. I can stay. That'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, Dan. I'll put your name down. Yeah, please. Yeah. That would be lovely because I've got a res. I've got a. Oh, I've got to do that. Ugh. I've got to apply for residency in October. It's going to be soul destroying. Oh, but God. oh my God, I've no. got to do it. Um, where, are you, where are you off to? What, are you, what, what are your, what's your plans? I'm running away to Australia. Yay! Why I'm not? from there. Yes. Yes. Cack, 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 snakes. Cack, cack, yeah. So I'll be living in Melbourne for a bit and then Sydney. You'll like, I think you'll like, yeah, you'll like both. I think I'll like both. Yeah. Melbourne's I mean, probably, you know. Melbourne's more like, I would say Melbourne is like your shortage kind of vibe. Cute. And then... Um, Sydney, depending on where you go, would be your sort of Chelsea, Kensington kind of vibe. Cute. But, I mean, they're both great. So Yeah. Well, it depends on what you're, what you're looking for from them, I guess. I don't know, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's going to be... Are you excited? I am excited. Do you know what? I wake up every day and I'm absolutely terrified. Cause, yeah. I mean, I leave in 29 days. Yeah. Which is um, super exciting. Um, have you got anything planned or you just like fly off the seat of your pants yeah pretty much nah, just yeah. like whatever happens happens whatever happens happens that's essentially what I did like I had when I first moved here I was like I I had some sort of key ideas about what was going to happen I was going to stay in a friend's flat until I could find a place and then she ended up moving back to Australia and so I couldn't no. stay where she was staying <clears throat> but then she told me this maybe two weeks before I was about to move. I was like, okay, great. Uh, that's wonderful, doll. Um, and then I really remembered that I hooked up with a gentleman caller while I was in Melbourne. Cute. And he was li- he was from London and he was on a holiday. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, I live in London. I was like, oh, I'm moving to London soon. You know, I'll drop you a message and we'll hang out. And so I messaged him and I was like, oh, I'm, you know, going to be in London in a couple of weeks. He's like, oh, yeah, message me. And I was like, like, and we were just doing generic pleasantries. And then I was like, oh, yeah, the person I was going to stay with, they've cancelled and now I have to find somewhere else. Do you know anywhere, like, central? And he's like, you can stay with me until you find a place. And I was like, yes. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Like, and uh, at at first I was like, oh, maybe I should, like, 
social etiquette and like say no and stuff like that but then like <laughs> the old school Jew in me was just like they've offered you something just take it regardless <laughs> of what it is um, yeah, and then when and then he's like oh I've got a boyfriend now so maybe don't tell him I mean he'd be fine with it because we went in a relationship while but mm-hmm. you know it would be weird to like you know I don't know shack up with you know but it was maybe. nice it was really nice of him and it was that is of, nice of someone <coughs> considering we didn't really know each other that well yeah so well I've I've landed on my feet quite well because I've actually got family in Melbourne ah. who I have not really spoken to because yeah and that they've offered me um, an apartment a spare apartment in Brighton in Melbourne by the Brighton. sea yep. so so excited so I'm staying there for all the know, Brightons are, there's a Brighton in Adelaide as well Brighton in Melbourne yeah. they're, they're like <laughs> yeah beach yes and then, so I'm there for a bit, and then I'm live. Do you know Manly in Sydney? Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a an apartment there for a couple of months as well, which is going to be sweet. Like it's like twenty meters from the sea. How? Who do you know that? Oh, to to be young and privileged. To <laughs> one of, no, one of my closest friends, who's also an opera sing- singer. She's from Sydney, and she lives in London now, and um, her family have an apartment and they were like what privilege yeah. what money what privilege great it's the dream they're the loveliest people it's the dream <sighs> okay we're gonna do a quick break a couple of minutes and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about news are you ready yes okay great <laughs> Back, 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 back again. Driving you home at the radio show podcast with. Well, we do, what do we do? Oh, we just waffle queer nonsense. And we're joining the studio by Will Diggle. Hi. Yes. Hi. Uh, how are you, Dong? How are you feeling? So good, so good. It's so warm in here. You don't feel? Yeah, it's it is quite moist. Am it's I sweating dark. a lot or just like no, a regular amount? You're smashing it. I'm smashing just, it. Just Great. the one or two bits. Well, just me too. Uh, well, you know it's what? I am. Um, I. You know what? I'm not well, and I think that this will be good Aww. for my. I've been I've been sick with this. Okay, so here's the journey that I've been on, and then we're going to get deep into the news. I <laughs> I've been sick in bed with a viral chest infection for the last Aww. week, and then so I went to the doctor and I was like, "Hey, babe, um, not well. Been coughing so much so that every time I cough, like I'm coughing to the point where I'm giving myself migraines." And I'm coughing so much that I'm starting to sort of dry reach. It's not sexy. Oh. And um, I went to the doctor. I was like, hey, babe, hook me up with some like legal prescription meds. And he's like, oh, why didn't you take some Panadol? And I was like, why don't you <laughs> get out of my face? And no. So um, <coughs> I'm, I'm, I'm holding it together. I know. You need to steam. Are you steaming? Well, that's... And so, someone else, one of the straight folk, was like, <laughs> why don't you go to a sauna? And I was like... I was like, oh, you are so straight. You don't know what that means. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to a sauna in oh this condition. Yeah. In this condition, there is no way I'm going to a sauna. <laughs> um, so for those playing the home game, uh, a sauna is an establishment for queer homosexuals <laughs> that are frequent for the sexy fun times. Yes. And, um, but in saying that, I've been to... 
uh, I've been to one of the sex clubs that like one of those um, spouse ones mm-hmm. and I did feel like I was sort of I wasn't there so much for the sex I was there for more for the, the sauna situation cute yeah cute that's you should buy I'm, a steamer that's, that's my number one tip for you a steamer yeah they're like five pounds you put it on your face put hot water in just sit there and oh. relax and steam it's so lovely or just put boiling water in a sink and put a towel over your head. Like, that's, that's what all singers do. Definitely sexy. And then you have your lo- lemon and honey manuka tea. That's what you manuka? Need. Yes. Mm. Mm. Come through. Come through. I don't know what that means. I'm so sorry. Me too. Um, like a humidifier. No, it's like a it's like a machine that like boils water, essentially. It's like a tiny, tiny, cute pan that boils water over your face. And it's got like... Uh, a mask that you put on your face and it, ha- and it just it makes everything like really really humid and then just wets the palate wets the throat and it's great it's really good for you you should do it clears the I'm phlegm. definitely gonna do it do it I'm definitely gonna do it I'm so excited yes I'm so excited that I'm whispering now yes. because I don't want anyone to know about this secret such a secret it's such a secret that nobody knows it's, 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 it's like a um, it's like a um it's an opera secret that only opera folk know about and <laughs> you've like exposed like don't tell anyone guys but this is an opera exp- uh, exposed <laughs> you know what in saying that I feel like Poppycock does the same thing she's a singer as well and she like steams I think mm. but uh, have you traveling with an opera singer is the weirdest thing or a singer because when they <coughs> get on planes because of all the aircon on the plane yeah a lot of singers take these like steamer masks with them which basically looks like like breathing apparatus it yeah, basically yeah. looks like and they sit there and you're sitting next to them and it's just like this machine like, like shoving drink. wet air into their nostrils it's the weirdest thing oh my god weirdest so many singers do it i'm definitely gonna look into this because i i feel like it could be either the best thing in my life or the worst thing in my life either way it's, it's going to be a thing that's going to happen and i'm going to envelop it um so news things that are happening in the world's pride yeah it's the thing that happens it has it is happening happened yeah now there are some organizations some things that are jumping on the bandwagon and going yes we love the queers sticking a pride flag mm-hmm. or a sticker or rainbows blah 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 mm-hmm. there is a bus in East Ang- the in- East Anglia bus company uh, decided to join follow suit and they changed the numbers of their buses to have the rainbow flag you know okay great sure wonderful good job um, there was a bus driver on said East Angular Bus Company um, who was uh, he refused to drive the bus because he did not want to promote homosexuality so there were people in East Anglia who were like I need to go to the local Tesco's I'm copping on the bus to get to get down to the place and it's literally like so imagine like 390 390 bus mm-hmm. and the numbers 390 are in rainbow colours mm-hmm. as in yeah, just colourful numbers. Like, who cares? That is ridiculous. And like, so, so like, your man, the bus driver, was like, 
No, I refuse to do it. Uh, so you're just going to have to wait uh, until a new bus arrives. A new bus arrives. What kind of nonsense is that? That is so bad. Because your job is to drive a bus. It's not that big. Like, it's not that, like... Like, you don't pick the bus that you want to drive due to the colour of the signs on it, you know? Just yeah. drive the bus. Just drive a bus. Just it's, drive the bus. It's just a bus. It's like when um, uh, when gay marriage came in in 2013, they had one of the laws that luckily got um, quashed, but they wanted to say that registrars could pick if they wanted to marry <sighs> gay people. Um, and luckily there was a campaign that, and then it, it got quashed and now they don't have the choice, because, which is great which is amazing because they're there to marry people and not to decide mm. who they can marry and who they want to marry. It's just nonsense. Because the law's the law. T. Speaking of uh, bringing to light the joys of people and talent and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Pose. 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 Love Pose. Pose is such a good program. I'm obsessed. Season one? Season one. Season two? Getting through it. It's so good. It's so good. Like, season two is... It's so good. Anyway, it's so good. Um, But MJ Rodriguez, Mm -hmm. who plays Blanca in... She has just made history books (gasps) as the first ever trans woman to win Best Actress in television at the Imogen Awards. Now, the Imogen Awards... Uh, uh, honors positive representations of Latinx people in media. Um, so, uh, yay! That is so well good. Done. Um, I just, it's it's so nice to see um, because I'm so tired, so tired of seeing so much negative stuff when it comes to trans identity. Mm. Um, like, to see something positive happening for someone who is like, uh, doing wonderful things I'm just like yes yes because like when I do like when I research articles and stuff mm-hmm. it's like this trans person has been murdered this person's been assaulted blah, blah, blah. like it's always negative stuff I'm just I'm yeah. so I'm so it's so uh, good that that's it's, it's wonderful and so she was know. like and she deserves it yeah and she was She's so she incredible. was she was like on the red carpet or whatever it was and she was yes. like gushing oh, over oh, people she was like oh my god I can't believe it oh my god I'm such a winner so and I was like oh of course you are doll you're a superstar uh, but yeah speaking of people that uh, are doing successfully but once again negative things are happening uh, there's a BBC correspondent his name is uh, Ben Hunt Mm-hmm. And he is Afro-Caribbean uh, and queer. And he's, I guess... No, he is BBC's LGBT correspondent, like, lead correspondent. So, okay. like, whenever they have... Whenever the BBC have, like, queer issues or whatever, they pop him on and go, like, well, here's our token gay. Shablam. Ben Hunt. And he is getting... <coughs> oh my god this cough will not go away uh, speaking of things that won't go away hate speech there are so many people that are getting up into his business and sending him like hate messages on facebook on twitter on instagram all of the social media going like who are you what's your business like why do we care mm-hmm. i am so 
tired ugh, of having to do like so like he got um, but then like he he messaged on uh, Twitter earlier today um, um, because he got hi Ben sorry to disturb you but your sexual relationship with men I'm not here to judge you criticise you or make you feel bad absolutely no I just want to talk can you briefly tell me about yourself why you think this is fit for your sexual life he got that message to his phone like his private number so not only is he getting sort of all this sort of hate speech uh, or unwanted messaging on social media but also he's getting it you know yeah, and it's just like phone. well yeah he's like exactly it's so scary though well uh, 100% because like Instagram and Twitter you can sort of block and like yeah, it's like at a distance, like an arm's <coughs> length. But then when it comes through the phone, it's like you've got your number and personal details. It's mm. not good. I just, I'm so, like, a young queer black man sharing his thoughts, sharing his opinions, sharing his ideas with the world, which is needed. And he's having to justify his voice. It's just like, oh, I'm sorry I'm not a, you know, 60-year-old white man. Yeah, exactly. Like, calm down, Tiffany. Like, I'm I'm done with your nonsense. Like, if he wants to, if he, like, he his voice is valid, and I don't I don't understand why people. So I, I I did a, what do they call it? Quiz night. Mm -hmm. Had to think then. Not well. Did a quiz night uh, last week, and someone from the quiz night decided to send a review about the quiz night Mm -hmm. and say how unfavourable it was and they explained why they didn't like it. And I was like, why would you, like, why why do people feel the need to send hateful things or things that don't, like, aren't a positive thing? Like, I don't understand that. Like, if you don't like a situation, like, I've been in situations where I've not super enjoyed something, I've not gone out of my way and gone, like, I don't like these people, blah, 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 blah. Like, Yelp reviews and stuff like that. I'm like, I guess I kind of, I understand, but also, like, so, like, the things that this person on the review was, like, hating me for, I was like, these were all unavoidable things that I couldn't control and... And then they were like, also one of the things was like, oh, the drag performer that we saw wasn't what we expected. And I was like, what do you mean what you expected? Well, one, there was no mention on on any of the press promo stuff that there would be a drag performer. And then two, my face was smashed on all of the social media stuff. So, like, mm. you knew it was going to mm. be me. So, like, like, I don't get why people need to feel like they're all their opinions are valid which i guess they are but like i don't understand like like why people have to be so hateful yeah i know you know like i mean i'm a hateful person we know this i hate the best of them but i don't i don't know i I guess i i try and give the positives more than the negatives which you should you should i mean i should I mean, off air. Should. Off air, I don't. But uh, <laughs> <coughs> oh my god, why do I am coming? Uh, I'm so not well. Speaking of people who are not well, oh my god, Damn. have you seen this? A friend of mine who's living in Berlin. His name is Danny Polaris, mm-hmm. 
um, good mate of mine. We've done drag. We've done a few shows together. And this is... Because I, I saw him post on Facebook a couple of days ago. And I yeah. was like, oh. Like, he's in hospital. Something, Something's oh. going on. And then he started talking about his penis. And I was like, oh. oh what's going... Ooh. Interesting. Colour me intrigued. Uh, he... I don't know the full... Full tea, but I will read a headline from Danny, which says, Gay man hospitalised with permanent erection that may never go down. Stop. I know. Because he posted a... Stop. He, he posted a hospital selfie, gown and everything. He's just like, oh, help, you know, like, support me and, like, I hope I get better or run out. And I was like, oh, he's not well. Like, I'm not well. I understand. <laughs> and then this article comes out, and I was like... This makes all the sense. Like, he's, like... And this is sex positive, and this is, like... Mm-hmm. You know, Berlin is really sexually uh, amazing from mm. the times I've been there. I've always had fun. But <coughs> he... I guess what he's done is he's done a few th- things mm-hmm. that I guess independently would be fine, but... Together, maybe not so fine. So, for a start, he took Vi- Viagra, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, does a thing. It does. Uh, and then he also did something else, and I want to make sure I'm... Uh, I met a nurse who I went... And this is from Danny. I met a nurse who I went home with who ended up injecting an erection enhancer into my cock. Ooh. I thought, what could possibly go wrong? So there... It's like Botox, and now it's just back permanently up. I guess so. Jeez. That's terrifying. Jeez or jizz? Probably both. It was or probably great to start with, and then... I just... I've never... That that sort of gagged me. I was like, I've never... Viagra, I get. Viagra is like... It's weird. But I get it. Mm-hmm. I've never heard in my life of someone injecting a fluid or whatever, what have you, into their penis for an erection. That's that's weird to me. But all power to you. Like if you want to do that, go for it. Like Yeah, absolutely. But also terrifying. And see so that and there and therein lies I guess the safety which is what I guess Danny is trying to promote and um and what we always need to be aware of is that like you know, regardless of <coughs> oh my goodness, regardless of what you're doing to make sure you're aware of certain situations. So, like, when a doctor goes, oh, you're not well, here's some medication for you to take, don't take alcohol when you're taking this medication mm-hmm. because, you know, it either won't work or it'll make it worse. So, like, same situation, I guess. He's taken the Viagra and then he's gone, well, I'm going to take a double dose of Viagra and now... Just to attention yeah, for a long time. I mean, oof. So, like, as soon as I found that out, I was like, oh, my God. Like, Jeez. keep yourself safe. Well, I let's guess. hope. Let's hope it goes down. Yeah, let's, I mean, let's hope he let's is. Let's all pray for that. Yeah, let's think about his genitals. That's, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so not well. Oh, babe. I know. Um, so, I think we're going to, we're going to, oh, I'm trying to f- find a song that we can play to end Oh, is there before we go? Is there anything? 
how can people follow you on social media is it at will diggle yeah you can follow me on instagram on uh uh will diggle dot opera because you're an opera singer yes she Mm. is yeah which is some stuff of me singing on there as well which is always fun um yes that's the only social media i use because i don't like the others i'm not big on the others to be fair either i'm on all of them well that's wonderful i mean all of them name a thing i'm probably on it twitch i'm on it i'm a gamer i've never heard of it neither have i i just i (laughs) i was clutching at straws uh well uh that was a i think for me you were great but for me i was a lot more mellow because of the sickness I think so that was Driving You Homo the radio show podcast where we just waffle nonsense um, we're joined in the studio by Will Diggle you can follow at willdiggle.opera yay and uh, you can follow myself at one Wayne Carter you can also follow the show at Driving You Homo on all social media you can also go on to drivingyouhomo.com and slide down to the bottom of the page and there's a GoFundMe Patreon Patreon thing where you can donate some sweet sweet coin because I would like to make this my full time gig so then I can pay myself and pay the guests and pay my rent in London because London rent is expensive expensive. Um, but yes otherwise um, stay safe and you're all beautiful humans except the ugly ones in which case (laughs) I'm sorry about your ugliness it gets better Bye. bye